Good morning. Good morning and welcome. The, uh, Jane, is Jane in here yet? There you are, okay. <laughs> Jane Rhodes, well, come up here, Jane's late. You do your, you do your thing first, okay? happy to be here to say that our directories are here and they're going to be distributed this morning to you and I hope you will enjoy them and use them this is a service for you to have in terms of getting to know your church family our theme is worship and I hope you'll look at the pages to see that that is what we want you to understand about our church uh, family that we are a worshipful family and that through our pictures we have shown that and through Pastor Joseph's letter also. The way we're going to distribute them is we're going to go through the Sunday schools so when you go to Sunday school today your director will be in your Sunday school class or someone will bring them to you soon after you get there. If you don't belong to a Sunday school class someone will be outside the, in the um, foyer for you to get yours there is a sticker, a name sticker on each one because only the people who had their pictures made will get a directory. I'm sorry that we cannot give everybody one, but the company only allows those who have their picture made. So it will have a sticker on there so you have a personal one out there. I can't say enough about the committee that helped me, but let me just take one minute to say uh, Sherry Bailey, Kim Sheenan, Susan Mayberry, Cindy Miller, Gail Warner, Patsy Farmer. Um, I knew I should have brought, written this down. Um, uh, Adam Wycliffe um, and others. Uh, let me just apologize for not remembering all of it right now. I want to I want you to pay special attention to the back page of our book. This is the front. Pay special attention. I think that's an inspiring picture. And we have to thank Hank Pennington for that. He took a picture like this for his Sunday school classroom, and I loved it so much, I just said, may we use that idea, and he let us use it. Adam Wycliffe, I don't know how he does this, but we tell him what pictures to take, and we tell him where we want them, and somehow or another he put them on a computer, and it just turned out and I don't know how that happened so I can't thank him enough and I can't thank you enough for one having your picture made and two for being patient with us as we went through this process I hope it will be a blessing uh, in your life thank you Don't forget, if you have a prayer request, to ask for your prayer card now during the announcement time from the usher. A couple of announcements. One, to remind you uh, from Children's Ministries that our regular Sunday night programs continue through this month. Our final Sunday night program is Sunday, May the 5th for the spring semester. And then Sunday, May the 12th, at 9 a.m. service, this service is the, the Children's Spring Musical. Okay. Our mission project for the children this year is the Greer Relay for, Relay for Life. As you know, this is Relay for Life Sunday. And Brenda has purple on her cross. And since, that, since I brought her, that qualifies for my purple. I forgot my purple. 
and somebody'll slap me and I have a purple sore, right? So anyway, see you there, May the seventeenth for Greer Relay for Life. Also, the men want to remind you that the UMM barbecue and yard sale is May the fourth on a Saturday. And now Leanna's with the Confermans, and we've been getting texts and pictures from them up at Lake Genaluska, but I'm sure they'd want me to remind you of the fundraiser dinner uh, auction that is coming up on the 21st, which is next uh, Saturday night. So just remember that here in the Family Life Center. Also, I have four folks that need to come by the office and take your survey. Lauren Septon, Mike Henson, Stephen Connett, and Kevin Duncan. And if you come by during the Sunday school uh, hour, you can pick it up at from my, my desk there. It only takes about five minutes. And, then, uh, and so if you can do it and just leave it, or if you need to take it, but we really need them back so we can send them in uh, as soon as possible. Uh, let's see. Todd, is Todd? Stephanie, yeah, Todd, Stephanie, and Harper Horn. I don't know if Harper's with you, but is Harper with you too? Or, okay, come on up here a minute. Uh, Todd and Stephanie and Harper uh, are coming to us from uh, transferring to us, and they've been coming for a while. I can't, I can't walk this morning. <laughs> Turn right here, everybody can see you. Now, little Harper is going to be baptized in two weeks. Uh, by Todd's dad, who is a minister in the Columbia District, and he's going to be up here visiting with us in two weeks, and we're going to be baptizing this little child. But in the meantime, we wanted to officially welcome you all to the congregation. Yeah. <laughs> we're glad you're here. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. We pray that all of you out there will make them welcome. All right. Okay. Then let us begin our worship with our singing. Let's stand and sing. Yeah. 
and pray with me. Lord, you're so wonderful to us. We are here this morning just to worship you. Lord, fill us up. We lay everything down before you, Lord, and sometimes we just feel so empty. Lord, fill us up again. Fill us up and send us forth so that we can go and do your work in your world. Lord, we pray all of this in your name. Amen. Troubles gonna come back around 
I've been wanting to tell others to just trust and obey. But will I heed my own advice when the struggle heads my way? I can feel the change stirring in the wind. It's time for my faith to be tested again. Will I trust in God? Or will I trust in myself? Will Jesus be my rock? Or just a thought on the shelf? Been smooth sailing since I don't know when. But now that's all over. And it's time for my faith to be tested again. Purified by fire, cleansed by the storm, the testing must come out of despair, hope is truly born, but I can't help but wonder To be tested again. Will I trust in God or will I trust in myself? Will Jesus be my rock or just a thought on the ship? Brings me strength since I don't know when. Now that's over and it's time for my faith. To be tested again. Will you take this time now to turn and greet your neighbor, tell them good morning, then you love them, and join children, join us on the carpet. you this morning I'm Harriet and I noticed something this morning as I look around and as I notice people coming inside about the colors that we're seeing today we're seeing a lot of purple do you know why because somebody said wear purple today well that's true we ask you to wear purple today it's relay for life Sunday and the special color for Relay for Life is purple. You all have heard those words before, haven't you? Relay for Life. 
Can somebody tell me what it's about? What did you? Yes, ma'am. It is in honor of people who have cancer, and we raise money for what to happen, hopefully. Yes, ma'am. We raise money for research to find cures for cancer. And that is our dream, that one of these days there will be no more cancer. And last year, you all worked really hard for Relay for Life. You sold lots of cupcakes to celebrate what? Do you remember? Relay for life. To celebrate Relay for Life. We wanted to celebrate more birthdays for Relay. And so we sold lots of cupcakes. Well, we, we have some ideas. If you look over here on the bleachers, you see those boxes? What does the first box say? Celebrate. So one of the things that we do for Relay for Life is we celebrate those folks with cancer who are dealing with treatments, who are surviving, ma'am, who are struggling. It is a struggle for many, for the caregivers and for the patients and for those who love them. Well, what does the second box say? Remember. And we want to remember those who lost their battles with cancer. And then the next box says, fight back. And that's what we're doing today and every day when we raise funds. We're going to fight this disease, and we're going to raise money for cures, and we're going to raise money for services so that cancer patients can get lots of help. Well, how do we raise this money? Do those boxes remind you of something that you saw last year at Relay around the track? the bags. And one thing that we can do is make a donation and create a luminary bag for our loved ones. And these are put around the track and we put what inside of them? We put candles and lights and we have a special walk when we remember those folks that we love that have struggled with this disease. Well, what's another way that we're raising money for cancer? And you saw us outside last Sunday and today, and people are picking up and wearing shirts, T-shirts. We have purple shirts, and we have teal shirts, and we have orange shirts, and we have garnet shirts. And these shirts all have something to say about Relay for Life. And a part of the cost of the shirt, well, the majority of the cost of the shirt goes to Relay. Can you think of another way? Well, this year, instead of selling cupcakes, I think our cupcake makers were just about done in last year with cupcakes. So I think Miss Katie mentioned something to you last week about flip-flops. One of the ways that we can raise money this year is a contest of decorated flip-flops. And we're going to put the flip-flops on display at our Relay event. Now that event, I'm going to tell your parents the date so everybody can remember, May the 17th at Greer High School track. And this year, we've got, we're trying something a little different. We start at 7 o'clock, and that's, you all were there at 7 o'clock, and you clapped and, and cheered for the survivors who walked around the track, didn't you? At 7 o'clock, we start with that, but we're going to end at midnight this year. We're not going to go until 7 o'clock Saturday morning because very few people stayed out there until 7 o'clock Saturday morning. So we're going to have 
our five-hour event, and we hope that it'll be one of those nights. I'm probably going to get some parents in trouble here. We're going to ask that you stay up later on fr that Friday night and stay out later on that Friday night. So I'm getting all these looks from parents, but I'm getting yes up here at the front. So we hope that you all can stay until midnight. And the flip-flops will be on display, and you can make donations toward the flip-flops. Um, something else, did you notice something outside painted purple? Tires. The eyeball, and the eyeballs are falling out. I need help. I can't get the duct tape I thought that would stick to anything. Won't stick to the inside of a tire. So we need, Allison said hot glue, so that may be the next thing. But we have tired eyes. Look who's tired of cancer. It's kind of a corny joke, isn't it? But I love my pa the painted purple tires, don't you? Now, the thing there is that these purple tires are going to roll through the yards of the community of Memorial Methodist Church. So for a fee, these tires will just magically show up in somebody's front yard. And for another fee, fee, you can make the tires disappear from your front yard, and you can send them to somebody else's yard. So there's some the rules of the... We're going to move them. They're going to move them. Yes, it'll be magic. Wait, you th oh, you think I'm going to move them? Well, maybe. I'm going to have a tired back if I move those tires, aren't I? But that's the game, and so today you can get, we can get started with that. Whoever wants to start, and those tires magically appear somewhere else. Well, then the night of Relay, we have some other fundraisers going on. There's going to be a limbo contest, and I've watched you guys limbo, so I know you'll be into that. We're going to have um, a dance contest. We're also going to have a contest of island attire. Now when I say island attire, what am I kind of talking about? Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. The islands, the tropical islands, and on the, in Hawaii they wear, they wear flower necklaces, they, they wear lays, and they wear flip-flops, and they wear grass skirts, hula skirts, and they have to hula, don't they? Well, we have a contest going on, and each team, and Memorial is a team, has a representative for the contest. Our, con our contestant is trying to hide back there around the soundboard. Our own Andy Watson is going to represent Memorial in our island, best island attire contest. There aren't going to be any women to compete against him. They're all going to be men. It is where your dad's standing. He's really hiding because he thought I was talking about him. Andy, Andy Watson is going to wear a lay and some flip-flops and maybe a grass skirt and a coconut bra, yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. So, you have to come out that night and witness this spectacle. 
And the winner of the contest is the one who raises the most money. So Andy, you better find your uh, Hawaiian purse and let folks start uh, stuffing it with money and learn your hula dance. Yes, you all have to work on that at home. So we have lots of fun things going on in the next few weeks, but I hope you all will be out for May the 17th, and I hope you'll work real hard because what we want to do is celebrate, remember, and fight back. Thank you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your many blessings, and we thank you for these children and for their parents and these families who care so much for others and want to do so much to fight cancer. Bless them as they go their separate ways this week, and, and we ask for your guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. Have any prayer cards? Prayer cards? No? Oh, okay. Well, while, um, thank you. I've been getting texts and pictures from our confirmants, and they seem to be having a good uh, spiritual and uh, time at uh, Lake Jinaleska during their confirmation retreat. So we want to remember them as we go now in this time of prayer. Let us pray. Oh God, in your mercy, hear the prayers of these thy people. Oh Lord, you are worthy of our praise and, and our thanksgiving. We come humbly before you, O oh God, uh, to ask uh, your blessings upon us to confess our sins, to help us, O oh Lord, to be the people that you'd have us to be. Uh, we know, O oh Lord, that you gave the first believers a powerful dose of Holy Spirit power that helped them go and spread the word through the world. And so we pray, O oh God, this day that you would help us with that same dose of power so that we may be witnesses of our faith in the world today, that we may be brave in our willingness to spread the good news, to love people and to offer them forgiveness in the name of the Lord. We pray this day, O oh Lord, for all those who may be sick, who may be listed on our prayer list. We pray especially this day uh, for the confirmants, and we pr pray, O oh Lord, for their safe journeys home to us today. We pray, O oh God, for Sandra Thomas, who continues to recover in the hospital. We pray, O oh Lord, and thank you for the successful surgery of Duncan Jeter. We pray, O oh Lord, for him, his family. We pray, O oh Lord, for all that are in our hearts as we pause now. In your power, O oh Lord, 
lift all these up and help us to show love by loving them. We trust them all to you and we trust all our prayers, O Lord, to you. You are the giver of all life. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ who taught us to pray saying these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, it's my great pleasure to introduce to you my wife, uh, Brenda Curtis, who also is, goes by Reverend Brenda Curtis. She serves Emma, Emma Gray, United Methodist Church in Woodruff. And uh, I, she asked if I would preach for her the Sunday after Christmas, and I agreed if she'd come and preach for to y'all, and she and so she did, and I'm glad to have her. She has uh, been uh, my wife will be 34 years in August, but she only been preaching five, <laughs> but she been preaching to me before that for a long time. Come on up, honey. It's all yours. Good morning. It is so very wonderful to be with y'all this morning. The last time I was with you, I think I said hello and ran out the back door. And so now I'm glad I get to spend a little bit more time with you. But I really need to clear something up. Joseph's story wasn't exactly right. And I have to correct him all the time. What happened was... He offered to preach for me because he was going to be off anyway, but I wasn't. And I said, wonderful. And so he came. And then he said, well, you know, you have to come and preach for me now. George Strait asked me the other day, how was he able to get this worked into your schedule? And I said, well, George, I got an email one day that said... Put April the 14th on your calendar. And so it's April the 14th, and here I am. And I'm really glad to be here. I um, was been, been, have been very, very nervous. And I told someone this morning, the first time I ever preached for Joseph was at his first appointment on Women in the Pulpit Sunday. And they got out that Sunday faster than they have ever gotten out of church. And I'm going to try not to do that. Not that y'all would enjoy getting out quickly today, but um, I'm going to try not to breeze through this. My scripture today is found in John verse 21, chapter 21, verses 1 through 19. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter said. 
And they said, well, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? He said, no, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to them, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. After the resurrection on Easter morning and before the ascension, our Lord, the risen Christ, appears several times. Today's scripture records one such meeting. It's important to note that the text says this was not the first time that these disciples had seen the risen Lord. The appearance happened, according to John's gospel, like this. Peter and some of the disciples go out fishing. 
But after fishing all night, they were on their way back to the shore empty-handed. The story sounds very familiar, doesn't it? I can't help but believe the risen Christ must have felt a certain feeling of deja vu. They were fishing, whether we like it or not. They had been beside of Jesus night and day for nearly three years. They had received the blessing of his teachings and they had heard God's promises. They had been called to high service. They had witnessed the death and experienced the resurrection. They were witnesses to the greatest story ever told. And yet, here they were, fishing. Back to their old ways. Back to their old life. In fact, they were already so caught up into their immediate problem, namely, no fish in the net, that they failed to realize that it was Jesus on the shore. And so we, as we begin to read and understand this passage, as we watch the boat bobbing, as we wonder, as we realize the troubled nature of the past, we wonder if there is going to be a future. We wonder if there will be an active and vibrant church. We wonder if this church will be alive and on fire with the Spirit of God. I wonder how precarious did the future look to Christ as he stood on the shore watching. I can't help but wonder what was going through his mind. Was there a tinge of disappointment when he saw them fishing? Was grace the first thing on his mind? We cannot know for sure. All we know is what happened next. He called out to them. He called out to those whom he had called out to before. How very thankful I am that Jesus issues more than one call in our lives. How very thankful I am that the church does not wholly depend upon our limited attention. Jesus called out, not in judgment, not in condemnation. He called out with gracious concern. Have you caught any fish? No, the reply came. We're not really surprised, are we? Then throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will catch some fish. How very thankful I am that Jesus is so very willing to guide us, all of us, poor and empty-handed disciples in knowing what the right thing is to do each and every time. How wonderful it is when we listen and we obey what he is asking. Following Jesus' command, the disciples found their nets full and overflowing. In this newfound success, they recognized that standing there 
is the risen Lord. The text says Peter, in his excitement, jumps in the water and begins to swim ashore. The others drag the now full nets behind the boat. What a celebration. What a homecoming when we break bread together once again with the risen Christ. You know, as we contemplate our ministry together, yours with Joseph and mine with Emma Gray Memorial, as we start winding down one conference year and begin to start another, it's so hard to believe that almost a year has passed. I can't help but have some of those feelings of deja vu myself. Some say they are worried, but worry often causes us to yearn for the past. So the question in our text for us is this, will we, will our church go fishing? Or will we, our church, continue to move forward in ministry and mission? The text says that after the disciples and Jesus had broken bread together, Jesus began to speak with them very specifically. And as we look at this part of this scripture record, we need to remember that Jesus' questions are asked in the context of failure, the failure of Peter to acknowledge Jesus on the night of his arrest, and the failure now of going back to business as usual instead of moving forward in mission and ministry for the kingdom of God. To me, there is a lesson here for all who love the Lord Jesus Christ, and it is an important lesson for all would-be leaders of Christ's church. The Lord's nature is to offer forgiveness. That says to me that if we return to our first love, the Lord Jesus, and we remain focused upon the Lord and our mission to share the good news, Jesus is going to equip us with what we need to get the job done. In other words, fishing is fine for an occasional rest period, but loving the Lord by taking care of his sheep must always be our first priority for all of us who call themselves disciples of Christ. My friends, Jesus is willing to forgive individuals and as a church. But for us to remain his kingdom builders, we must take very seriously his questions to the disciples that day. Do we love the Lord enough to take care of his sheep? Regardless of what else might occur, if we are caring for and feeding his sheep, we will be in God's will. Christ has risen. Christ has conquered sin and death. Christ has turned his precious light into this dark world and will never be the same again, and neither will you or I. But the job is not finished. If it had been finished, then the Lord would have jumped into the fishing boat and picked up a rod. He would have joined them in fishing, but he didn't. Jesus called them a second time to be true to their better natures. Jesus reminded them that the love of God is proved in our actions and in our love for all people. As disciples, we must feed, take care of, 
love all people, and share with them the good news of the risen Christ. We must take seriously the Lord's commands as stated in our membership vows. You can be assured that if we are true to our vows, God is going to do the rest. Now don't worry if some of those lambs and old sheep turn out to be goats. The Lord has a plan. Lord, bless these words to our understanding as they are offered in your name. Amen. our faith we are we are not alone we live in God's world we believe in God who has created and is creating who has come in Jesus the word made flesh to reconcile and make new who works in us and others by the spirit we trust in God we are called to be the church to celebrate God's presence to love and serve others to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, in life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Let our ushers come forward.
Let's stand together and worship. For he is jealous for me. Love's like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden I'm unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are, how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us so. And
blessed to have such a wonderful praise band. Amen. Receive now the blessings of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Almighty, Eternal, Triune God, one God now and forevermore. Amen. Have a great week.